0: Claudia Jordan. It is Friday we are back with T We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on mm. social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. I'm going to switch it up today because he's trying to dress like me. And, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Funky Donnie, but what's up, Q?
1: What's going on, everybody? And girl, please, you know you always trying to dress like me, honey. You know you're not not a fashion girl, honey. Let's cut it out.
0: (laughs) You're not a girl. All right. And please welcome Al Reynolds.
2: What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Thank God boy. it's Friday. It Woo-hoo. is. Oh, Friday. Where are you, you going this weekend, Claudia?
0: Um, you know, our vacation starts actually. So I'm not going anywhere, but I want to go to Europe. I was trying to go to Europe, but uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, shoot. Are to- we off guys? next week?
2: We off next
0: week? Yeah, our vacation. is our summer vacation. Oh, child. I didn't,
1: girl, I didn't even know.
0: We got some days off.
1: I did not know that. I didn't even know. I promise you, I didn't know.
0: Oh, y'all not used to having a regular job. That's so cute. What y'all <laughs> drinking tonight?
1: Girl, I'm sipping air, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just, after the week I had child, I'm drinking all the liquor this here, honey. <laughs> you
0: need to. The way you was trending all over Twitter. Get me. Uh oh, what are you drinking?
2: Water, because it's cute. Uh,
0: right,
1: <laughs> some bitches.
2: We all torn. We all torn the line for him, though. We torn the line. Not me,
0: girl. <laughs> <Just kidding>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh so, Lord. this definitely is a not me girl moment <laughs>
0: it is i just was with them girls and they thought they didn't watch the whole clip so they didn't see that i was defending them and they was all mad at me and oh, I was, like, God. making me seem like i'm fake i'm like listen we get in if y'all not familiar with our show we get into it and we have a views oh. view sometimes and that's why we do it. that's the beauty of our show listen and i will take
1: out listen y'all i take my air on, on the chair just like you know, I said in my apology yesterday, I, I'll eat this. It was me. I'll always stand 10 toes down in my drama. Y'all leave my co-hosts, them people, y'all leave them people alone. They got I'm pretty sure. So I'll eat this one.
0: <laughs> and then Essence Magazine made it officially Chloe Bailey Day just to really pay <laughs> attention to us. I was like, I guess we won't be on any Essence panels this summer. <laughs> Thanks, Q. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. Attention, attention. Whoopi Goldberg is setting the record straight mm-hmm. that she is not gay. Mm-hmm. That you. <laughs> you l- listen. Get to the not about to do is attack black women every oh. show. We're gonna have to attack some black men on this show.
1: Well put some black men's stories up there that ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> We just gotta write the whole week off,
0: <laughs> right? I'm so glad I'm going on vacation. But the actress uh. confirmed on a recent episode of
2: Are we gonna get through this show today?
0: Of Raven Simone's podcast, the best podcast ever with Raven and Miranda. After Raven expressed that Whoopi Goat gave off. Lesbian and stud vibes. Yo, y'all producers, why are you starting the show with this? I'm not, this panel is not mature enough for this story. They know this. The EGOT winner admitted women have been asking me for as long as I've been around. Whoopi also said, I'm not a lesbian, but I know lots of them and I played them on television. What are your thoughts? And did you ever think Whoopi was gay? I, I'm not going to queue first. Oh, you going go to go! I know Paris. you know Whoopi Al, so please.
2: Yes, I used to go to her Christmas parties. Used to be yeah. so nice, beautiful. I know. Did you I ever know.
0: think she was a lesbian? No, right? Um,
2: let me tell you this: I don't know that I d- I thought that she was just a lesbian. Did I think she was not heterosexual? Yes, but then again, that's none of my business. But at the end of the day, for me, whether she is or whether she's not, you know, I still re- respect and honor her as one of the most influential Black entertainers in the business. And she's been torn that line for us for over three decades. And I love that about her. Do I think Raven Simone, you know, was out of line for asking her that? No. I mean, I think that this was probably the safest space for her to come and to discuss it. It's something that we've all thought one way or another we've all thought it so why not have raven her and raven have a very different relationship and it was safe enough i'm sure that she felt like she could ask whoopi those things i don't think she was disrespectful to her at all
0: okay i agree q what do you think you know what so
1: obviously our show is one of those things where we operate in a very honest space and we operate in a very what everybody says behind closed door space. And anybody who who follow Whoopi Goldberg and says that it hasn't, and I love the way Al phrased it, I didn't think she was heterosexual. Anybody who sit up here and say for one minute it didn't cross their mind that she may not be fully heterosexual, they're lying, all right? And I do respect the fact that this was a safe in a space and Raven did it with enough respect and class. To ask the question because we have all wondered, but I think the more evolved conversation we need to have is about how gender and sexuality can present in many different ways, right? Like Whoopi is a prime example about blurring gender lines and sexual orientation. She is a you know a straight woman, I'm assuming, so she didn't necessarily label herself, but she does present masculine or what we would deem masculine at times which led to some confusion but i didn't think anything was disrespectful about the conversation and hell we was all thinking it
0: i don't know if i thought she was a lesbian i just thought she dressed like one <laughs> and there is a difference right there is a difference like you could like because like her vibes i remember I remember she was dating ted hans was it uh ted T-
1: dancing ted dancing
0: and she got in a whole bunch of trouble with the whole blackface thing with him doing it and I just thought she had just different tastes in men. And then she has a child. And I, I never I, I never thought she was a lesbian, but I just thought she's lesbian adjacent with how she presents a dress. Or she's kind of at that phase, like she's, I don't give a damn anymore. I'm just gonna wear whatever. I'm gonna wear my dusters and I don't really care. Um, and and I, I don't like people coming for Whoopi's looks. I wanna say this. Go back and look at Whoopi Goldberg, some of her earlier photos when she was like her, her headshot and stuff like that. And she was, she presented a lot more feminine. And like, I remember a shot of her with like, you see just skin. And it was a dope ass photo. Like Whoopi was serving back in the day. She was, but she's also not 25 anymore. She's at that face. She's like, I ain't wearing no heels and lashes. I just think she has a unique way of dress. I'm gonna call it unique. How about that? Unique? Is that fair?
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. A nurse is getting backlash on social media for posting a video at work with the caption, I give heart attacks. Now, one person replied and wrote, "Healthcare isn't a job or career for some people. It's an aesthetic. People are becoming doctors and nurses for the lifestyle, but there's lives on the line behind that career. Another person wrote, please stop risking your job for likes and attention from people you don't like anyway. Do y'all think this nurse was out of line, Al? Hmm.
2: I don't know here. I I feel like this. This is a question of whether this registered nurse is inappropriate versus doing some type of misconduct violation of a policy. For me, is it inappropriate? Some could say yes, some could say no. I thought it was playful. I thought it was fun. Now, she has to go back to her handbook, though. Is she allowed to do social media? Because a lot of hospitals and a lot of school systems and a lot of these, you know, types of jobs are very clear about what you can and cannot do with your phone and on social media doing work hours. She's clearly doing work hours. Looks like she's the night shift. So here the question is, if she did not, you know, break any violations or break any policies, then heck, she could do what she want to do. Is it inappropriate?
1: That's up to us to decide.
0: You? Inappropriate or not?
1: You, you know my favorite saying, if I pull a glove inside out, it still has to be a glove, uh, a la Miss Toni Morrison. What are we saying here? Is it because she's a nurse and she said it? So if Claudia was to take a photo and said, I give heart attacks, we'd be fine. So yeah. following this logic, if a stewardess had on her uniform and she said, baby, I cause planes to crash. Will we be at an uproar? If the cafeteria lady had on her cafeteria uniform and she say, I cause them to the choke, would she be out of line? I'm just confused at what's making this out of line. Now I'm reasonable, a reasonable enough to assume that people are drawing the comparison between her working in the medical field and the heart attack. But at the end of the day, it's just making me say y'all are looking for something to be mad about because in no way is she implying that she's going in patients' room and doing anything to cause them to have heart attacks. She's just saying, you know, I'm giving it to them, and I I I I really think y'all doing too much.
0: I think probably because she had her uniform on and she was in the hospital. And then we had definitely covered a lot of stories lately where healthcare providers are doing stuff on purpose, poisoning kids and doing that kind of stuff. So I think it's
1: the wrong climate.
0: Yeah, the wrong climate right now. Because if not, I get it. She had a banging ass body. I get what she was trying to say. I think people, I think everyone's actually very sensitive in all areas right now. Don't y'all think? Yeah. All right, the comparison between Beyonce and Taylor Swift, which is absolutely mind blowing in my opinion, uh, continues after comedian Andrew Schultz claimed that Taylor Swift has more hits than Beyonce. Any thoughts on this tired debate, Funky? Let's go to you first on this one.
1: All right, I mean, what do we use to determine hits? Are we using Billboard stats, or are we are we using what people personally feel is their hit their favorite? Um, I, here is the thing: they are both dope artist, right? For me, Beyonce is the better artist because I'm more in tune with black music, urban music, R&B music. I can't tell you a single song Taylor Swift sings, but she comes across my social media and my TV stuff enough for me to know that she is a superstar as well. Here is what's bothering me. You don't compete where you don't compare. The two are not even in the same genre. So I could understand if all of this ruckus was between, let's just say, hypothetically, Beyonce and Rihanna in the moment or Beyonce and and Janet Jackson in the moment. As far as this debate's concerned, Taylor Swift might as well be Dolly Parton to me. What are we comparing here? They they don't even compete in the same lane. So I'm kind of over this there Beyonce's in her 40s this little girl is in her late 20s I'm assuming I don't know 30s I don't yeah
0: you know what it feels like especially with all the racial tension in America the last like 5 years that's been extra on, on steroids it feels like when there's a boxing match and there's a white boxer against like the black champ And it feels like they got someone that's kind of in the running. So it's like they're just building this up and comparing. We've never heard anyone like this be compared to Beyonce. Then all of a sudden everyone's jumping on this Taylor Swift Beyonce thing, which is like the most random thing ever. And that's what it feels like. It feels like that's their Rocky Balboa right now. I don't know, it kind of feels like that. Al, what do you think about this comparison? Is it fair or not?
2: Well, I think we have to go back to what he really said. Okay, now he gave a very strong argument because what he said was the number of number one songs without without features, Mm -hmm. that's where he got it because, I mean, hands down, she does have the most number one songs without features, okay? I'll give you that, but that's not gonna, in my mind, that's not gonna make you the best performer or the best artist, so for me, I'm with Beyonce hands down. Like, I feel like she may not have the number one hits without features as Taylor Swift, but she still is doing her thing and she's still, you know, been in the game almost 30 years and she still has some of the best tours and best performances. She, to me, is the ultimate performer. I don't think of Taylor Swift as a performer. And also, think about it she is the only, the only female performer who has been on stage with Prince, Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, C- C- uh, Celine Dion, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure Soulmates helped me on this one, but even James Brown. Taylor Swift can't say that, sorry. So my vote is for Beyonce, not only as the best performer, but I like, I'll vote for her as the best artist in general.
0: I can't, I'm with you. I can't name that one Taylor oh. Swift song, uh, album song, uh, nothing. I know nothing about her that said that she has a lot of breakups, and then I hear she makes songs, and then every time she breaks up it's song, they go, oh, it's going to be a good song coming.
1: And listen, let's be clear about one thing, right? If Taylor Swift is what that population is deeming their Beyonce, then we have to let them have it because we have our Beyonce, but let's be very clear about something. The comparison is always Taylor Swift to Beyonce and not Beyonce to Taylor Swift. Let's be very clear about that. Nobody, you see, you, you get how that works. It's mm-hmm. always Taylor Swift to Beyonce, not Beyonce to Taylor Swift. Please don't get it twisted. Beyonce is the yardstick by which the rest of these girls measure themselves.
0: I can't believe we even have this conversation. I, I really can't even mm-hmm. believe we that. This is even a thing like, okay, girl, Sure. (laughs) Coming up next, we are taking a flight to the slums of, of Florida and later, damn slums. Okay. And later we have a random tea fact of the day for you. So stick around. welcome back to the show. All right, y'all. Whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. And that's why we're giving you the 411 in What's the Florida? All right, y'all. There's a teacher shortage in the state of Florida. According to the state, Florida had almost a 5,000 open teaching positions by the time schools opened around the state this year an 8% decrease in the number of teacher vacancies reported at the same time last school year. Funky, what would you say is, uh, would you say that politics are impacting Florida's education system?
1: Most definitely, Claudia. Politics are impacting Florida's education system. The cost of living is impacting Florida's education system. It's no, it's no secret. I went to college here in Florida. Thus, a lot of my friends are teachers. Um, Even this year, it hit me quite it hit me at home my, my the principal of my nephew's school called me because i told her i had some gift cards that i wanted to give isaac's class teacher to get some supplies she called me when i drove away from the school and said we got a teacher that literally just started because we got so many vacancies she has nothing on her walls can you turn around and bring the gift card back so we can get her some supplies she's crying because she has nothing for her class Uh, Florida ranks in the bottom of pay for teachers with an average median pay of of, of $51,000 a year. And and, and I've said this before, and some of y'all take exception with me. If you are in Florida and you are in school to be a teacher, you a damn fool. If you are in Florida and you are a woman who's not married well to a husband that's doing well, you are a damn fool. And it sucks because there are people who are passionate about being educators and the children are our future. But to know all the issues that we have in education right now, the pay and everything that this man is doing, you'll be a damn fool to sit at anybody's university for four years, majoring in education and go into the Florida school system.
0: It's a little dangerous too. On top of all that, on top of the financial destruction to your life, right? The impact, uh, Ron DeSantis made it virtually impossible. You can get in trouble for teaching accidentally teaching about black history, saying a true fact, Uh, You know, they're making it very unappealing. Who would want to do that, right, Al?
2: Uh, I have to disagree with the two of you. You know, the pay for teachers have been the same. I mean, it's been the same. It's just a different year. Um, I come from a family of educators and you know and you know, I'm returning to the classroom and I'm not returning to the classroom at, at a historically black college, not because of the pay, not because it, it, it could possibly be difficult, but because I have a commitment to education across the board. And I think that's why most people go into teaching or go into education is because of their commitment to teaching our kids. Somebody has to do it. We talk about it on this show all the time, about the race to the bottom, well, look, us teachers on the front line are just trying to stop that bottom from getting there faster. So I will say this, hopefully, hopefully with the new administration, the present administration, just in general, people will start to follow what the state of California is doing. They're giving $10,000 signing bonuses and you're able to make a six-figure check, six-figure salary if you decide to return to the classroom. That's what I'm hoping and probably what we're going to need desperately in the state of Florida in order to turn this around.
0: I get your point in other places, but this is what the Florida, so we're talking about Florida, why there's a 5,000, you know, teacher Mm -hmm. shortage. Like they're not doing right by their teachers. And yes, the check has been the same, but the cost of living in Florida, I think you guys have had one of the biggest rises in the country. Florida and Georgia have been really awful. So the same salary that you could get by, I have two friends that are teachers in Florida, right? And they teach young kids and they love them but they said it is virtually, they have to work a second job to provide yes. stuff for their own, which is, why don't governments prioritize teaching? Mm. Why? And yeah. you hear these Republicans talking about cutting from the education. Like you guys, Al, you should be rewarded greatly. You should be paid well. You know, and and like Funky said, the children are our future, but what kind of future are they going to have if people don't want to even sign up to do it anymore that aren't as committed to you, Allah, don't have a secondary job. Mm-hmm. There's people that this is their, pro- it's it's really sad what they're doing to teachers and they deserve so much more. They deserve all the credit too, I believe. Agreed. All right, Elle, speaking of education, a Central Florida school district has decided to reverse the decision to restrict a popular children's book about a male penguin couple hatching a chick from school libraries. Their complaint challenged Florida's new law prohibiting classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels. But the new law only applied to classroom instructions and not school libraries. What are your thoughts, most important, how do you feel about two penguins hatching a baby chick? What do you think about this? Who wants to go first?
1: Well, listen, we already know that penguins do have these types of relationships in real life in the wild, right? So. I mean, it's on brand for, for for Florida because we love, you know, fudging the truth and making up whatever we want when it comes to facts, history, biology at this point now. And listen, guys, all of this is just the, the byproduct of Ron DeSantis's blatant attacks on the trans and the gay community in Disney and all things that Florida really ain't having issues with. And we, we need issues with cost of living, employment, education, so on and so forth, homelessness, healthcare, all this other trivial stuff, getting in fights with Mickey Mouse is just ridiculous. I was on the phone with my friend yesterday who's a seventh grade teacher, and she was like, because of this new Don't Say Gay Bill, every movie that she wants to show her class now. She has to have the media specialists approve it before she can even show it to make sure that it meets the criteria. And she was just so frustrated because she was like, lessons I've been teaching for years. Now I don't know if I I can teach them anymore. I'm going to get in trouble. It's just a huge nuisance created to rile up a group of people who ain't worth their weight in jelly beans. And this man is not even going to win. And so much destruction is going to be done to Florida as a result of him trying to win this futile mission to be president.
0: And if it was like not for the hypocrisy, you know me, hypocrisy and double sinners really, truly cared about kids, right? Show me the studies where a book that showed, mentioned homosexuality or two same-sex couples, same-sex couple raising a baby penguin, whatever, show me where that has caused harm. But we do have video games that make murder very realistic. We do have video games that encourage guns. And we have no sense of urgency when it comes to violence and guns, but all this attention to to gay and trans issues. Al, what do you think about this this, this? You know,
2: this is what I think, Claudia and Q. We can't change the fact that the man has put the laws in place, right? So to me, if you can't change it, then you have to find your workaround. This to me was a brilliant workaround. What they said was you can't have it in instructions, but you cannot say that you can't have it in the libraries. So I love the fact that somebody smart has now circumvented this crazy law that DeSantis has put in place and has found an outlet where we can still have the the collateral or the or the book available for people to go to the library and learn about these things. So if it was me and I was a teacher, I would assign a library assignment. I will assign a library assignment, not only an LGBTQ student space or in the um, African-American space as well, and I would give them a report to write about a book that they found in the library. That to me would be a workaround, and that's also a way of like giving DeSantis the (laughs) forget you. (laughs) Do that again, Al. You scared me. Look, I can't do it. I can't do it again because I don't know if we can get away with that. (laughs) We've done a lot worse
0: here on the show. (laughs) You know what? At least y'all are still able to do that because here in Texas, they are shutting down the libraries here in in Harris County, the biggest African-American county in in, uh, America, actually, around Houston. They are shutting down libraries and taking control of the school systems. Like, it is really bad here like Florida and 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 Texas are kind of neck and neck. Sick news. A Florida man has been arrested and charged with animal abuse and practicing veterinary medicine without a license after he posed at a veter- as a veterinarian and performed surgery on a pregnant dog who died of complications from the procedure. Oh my god. Uh, funky? What do you think?
1: He from Rhode Island, okay? No,
0: he is not. <laughs> Lies. You listen, got the best scars that listen quit, Florida.
1: Listen, I've been from Florida all my life, and I just recently turned 40. And we knew scam a lot of things. But this veterinary scam, they, they, we ain't never had no veterinary scams. Now, we tie the dogs up to the tree and leave them in the hot sun. We let the dogs roam the street. I ain't never in all my 40 years heard nothing about nobody. First of all, veterinary don't even pay. Do you know how many damn... It's an inappropriate show. Hey, let me follow suit. So you know how many damn black people in Florida stay don't take their damn dogs to the vet? This is literally the least lucrative business you can probably be in in the damn state of Florida. He right there want to operate on oh, damn final. Oh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Throw his ass in jail and send him back to Rhode Island where he came from.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Al, what do you think about you this? You know, one thing you cannot do in America is mess with people's pets. I don't know what he was thinking and I don't know how long he thought he was gonna pull this off. But if you gonna pretend to be a vet, can you please, please not kill your patients?
0: Look at him. He was trying to help. No. I have a friend whose cat got raped by the vet. Yeah, I remember you (laughs) It was Mimi. She talks about it. But yeah, these vets are off the chain. So anyways, all right. That's enough telling other people's business. Coming up next, we have our tea fact of the day. And later, find out why Glorilla is calling out Lil Duvall. Stay tuned. Welcome back to T-G-I-F. All right, we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history. So it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our T-Fact of the Day. Hey! (laughs) Okay, new segment alert. Did you guys know that Toni Braxton wasn't a huge fan of her 1996 hit record, Unbreak My Heart? She did no. not. That was a song that she just was not feeling. You know, it's crazy. I've been hearing this a lot lately about some of the artists and the biggest songs that we associate with them. They didn't we, like. They weren't. They weren't feeling them.
1: hmm
2: I, I mean, think- that's interesting because that's the longest running number one um, from a female artist R&B song ever right? And it was it was written by Diane Warren and David Foster, mm-hmm. who we know they've written for the Ryan Carey, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You was written by that that pair. What a dynamic duo. No, I no, no, people... no, 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 no.
1: Dolly wrote I Will Always Love You.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who? Dolly,
0: Dolly Parton.
2: Oh, well, the rewrite? Didn't he write that for her, though? How do you rewrite a written song? <laughs> I'm too, I, well, okay. Did he write that for Dolly or no? No, Dolly wrote
1: that.
0: Let me give you all some more facts. So, well, in an interview with the New York Post, Tony said, I knew I wanted to change my image and be a little sexier. It was strategic to be an adult contemporary artist because of the texture of my voice, but I wanted to be 25 years old. I thought on Break My Heart would put me back in the same category of being an adult contemporary artist. Now, Tony's hit song ended up going platinum and sold over 2.4 million copies, which, which also led to her winning a Grammy. Um, what are your thoughts on the T, the T fact of the day? I mean, I think that's, it's interesting that we, we, the things that we, I think the bigger lessons, the things that we think are good for us or our image or what we think we're perceived as isn't necessarily what it actually is. You know what I mean? Um, like being self-aware, you know, like, no, I think I should be in this genre, but really you work better over there.
1: You know what I miss too? Um, and soulmates y'all can help me out. Do singers even make ballads anymore? I mean, I cannot think of the last time we just had a rain on the charts, six month ballad. First of all, I don't even think these young girls out here could sing any ballads, number one. We talk about R&B being dead, but where are the ballads? And I think that this song was so so successful because not only was it an R&B song, adult, urban, contemporary, not only did black people listen to the song, but it had a very crossover appeal. I can remember in the 90s being in the mall with my mom, and I always gauged the success of a song by if it was playing in The Gap. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be walking through places like The Gap or JCPenney, and it'd be playing over the speaker.
0: I miss those big mainstream songs with black artists, like, you know, having these big hits out there, these monster hits. So I do miss those. Now we get these microwavable songs that we sick of in two weeks. Yeah. All right, y'all, let's continue with some more topics. Social media is calling for Kanye West's wife, Bianca Sensori, to be arrested in Italy for rocking a sheer see-through jumpsuit while out on the town. One person wrote, completely disrespectful to a conservative Catholic culture. The Italians should have kicked them out. Another person added, it's surprising she hasn't been arrested. Italy is much more conservative. In this case, rightfully so. What are your thoughts, Al?
2: I think you know, we've said this before on the show, you know, you have to be careful when you visit these other countries and understanding their laws. Just like that young African American female that was detained in Dubai for yelling back at that person at the at the car at the car rental. She ended up in jail. And in this case, who would have ever thought the fashion capital of the world, which is, you know, Italy, would have had this type of sentiment towards how this woman was dressed? I mean we just have to learn that what we can do in America, you cannot do in other countries without some type of repercussion, especially if it's against the law.
0: This is so shocking to me um, being, you know, my mom's from Italy. I've been there like seven times. I haven't been there in a while, but I plan to. I do remember growing up when I would be there as a child, we would watch cartoons, right? The cartoons and the TV there was so sexually explicit. Like they having sex nudity seemed like it was not that big of a deal over there so i'm actually quite shocked to learn this that they're conservative now because all through the 70s and 80s and a little bit into the 90s i remember being like damn they're more like liberated over here than they are in america although america is fake liberated like we liberated but then we try to be like real judgmental but yeah arrested for the outfit i don't know q what you think
1: You know, it's weird because to Al's point, you know, they are a very Catholic culture and a conservative culture. And like he mentioned, it being the fashion capital of the world, but I'm guessing. Even with that, their whole thing is time and place. Like, yeah, we're good with that, as long as it's within the confines of a fashion show. But Naomi Campbell and Christy Turlington ain't walking their ass up and down our cobblestone streets with their hoo ha and their tatas hanging out. Now, listen, if it's against the law, meaning the law on the papers, then you know, you know, she should be handled accordingly. If this is just a matter of personal preference and a few people don't like it because it looks skanky or whatever, then they can go to hell. Um, you know, we're in 2023 and I just think it's time that we stop governing and policing everything somebody else do. But, but, and I'm really double-minded. There's also a part of me that believes when in Rome do as Romans do. And it's like, if everybody else got on jeans and a t-shirt girl, why can't you just put on jeans and a t-shirt and why you got to be all sheer and naked?
2: Like, but did you know, you can't you if you go to Uganda, if you're a woman, you cannot wear a skirt if it's above the knee, just like in, in North Korea and in um, North Korea. You can't wear trousers if you're a woman. Also, in Sudan, you can't wear trousers. I mean, so there are definitely laws that I think are archaic. But listen, if you're going to go in that country and you're going to break that law, then you need to be prepared for the repercussions, which is jail time.
0: I don't know, about the laws. But I do know they do. It seems like they are trying real hard to get attention. And both those outfits look real skanky. I don't like them. I don't know if they should be arrested. But it, like I said, I'm just confused because what the media over there was is would not reflect what that law is. I'm surprised. Also, right, it seems like Meghan Markle can never do right in the eyes of the royals and their dusty trolls. A royal expert called out Markle for preparing to deliver a personal message of courage and resilience to injured veterans competing in the upcoming Invictus Games in Germany. The hater told GB News, Megan is going to be at the Invictus Games. She's going to speak to the veterans about courage and resilience. I thought that was quite ironic because she represents neither of these things. What are your thoughts on this royal hater, Al?
2: <laughs> you know, this is just sad. I mean, what is what are we talking about now? Has she been resilient? Has she been overcoming... Negative media has she been overcoming attacks on her and her family, attacks on her kids, attacks on her husband, attacks on her character, attacks on her mother's character, her father's character. Has she been resilient through all of that? Has she been resilient because they've said that she's ruined democracy, that she's just like tore down all the traditions, and the fall of the British royal monarchy is behind her. I mean, it, it was because of her. Of course, she's been resilient through all of that. But what else do they want? This woman has been attacked since day one so what I will give her what I will give her is that resilience because that is a lot for any human being to have to go to to the point where you have to move out of the country where your husband and your children live to start a new life if that's not resilience then I don't know what is
0: all right Q
1: my question is she's going over there to be these games uh, speak at these games representing what on behalf of whom, billed as who? Um, Follow me here. If she's going being billed as Meghan Markle, the American actress, then it kind of feels out of place, right? Because she has no relevance to Germany. It feels like she's going pseudo as the Duchess of Sussex, And you don't fool with them people no more. And y'all left and and cut ties with those people. So it is just kind of weird, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, are you a royal or are you not? You said you done with the people or are you not? Is this a way of taunting these people or are you not? why are you there? You had to know that this was you being back over on that side of the world. You had to have known that that was going to start up all the controversy and bad press that you were running from. So I'm starting to question her motives in doing so.
0: I see nothing wrong with this. She has every right to be booked as a to make a celebrity appearance for in whatever capacity she's of. They, we see lesser celebrities making appearances at bigger events, things that I've actually heard of. I've never heard of these games. And if they want to pay her her appearance fee to go over there and encourage these people before these games, then so be it. I feel like Meghan Markle, and, and you know, I've, I've said things of, in opposition of what she said before because we had different opinions of our experience on Deal and No Deal, right? And it was built, they took that and ran and attacked this woman. I just feel like all this woman did was fall in love with someone she was introduced to, and was villainized and demonized and called built as the the the, the, the destructor of the whole royal family. When y'all had all kinds of problems, hello, sexual abuse, Epstein, all kinds of. Like. They act like she's the devil reincarnated. So I I'm gonna give her a pass on this. Like I feel like if she wanna go make an appearance, so she's she's famous. She's done a lot of charity work. She's a great. She's an eloquent speaker. I think she's a very classy woman. I really do. And I think that lesser celebrities are built for stuff, booked for stuff like this, and they get no flack. So I'm not gonna give any either. I think she should go ahead and get you go get your money. And she's lucky. She's just going to, she's going to Germany. I will go to London too. Say hi to those people. I'm over there. All right, y'all. Keep it locked because coming up next, Glorilla is calling out Lil Duval. And later we are playing a fun game of hit or miss. We'll be right back. Hit that like button. We'll be right back. Welcome back to more TGIF. Now, if you're just joining us now, we talked right before this segment, before break, we talked about Meghan Markle making an appearance at the Invictus Games and why was she there? Well, we just got some new information. So we... Uh our arguments are invalid because it turns out that Harry actually founded the game. So, of course, of course he's going to be there. We'll be there. Duh. Okay, we Now fine. it
1: makes sense because without that, she shouldn't have had her behind over there in Germany.
0: Who could have taken the booking, Funky? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All, bookings, a, ain't good, all bookings ain't good bookings. You won't
0: be in stuff that you ain't got nothing to do with.
1: I, I tend, You know, you, you want to know what's funny, Claudia? I don't like bookings. You don't? I, I, of course, the quick money is good, but I really don't like bookings. Send them to me.
0: I know I'll be at, I, I was at an event today about uh, black right. engineers. I ain't got that near experience about engineering, but that check was very cute. So thank you mm-hmm. black engineers. When's your national conference? All right y'all Glorilla is calling out Lil Duval for his shady antics. Lil Duvall tweeted out of Sukiana, sexy red and Glorilla, marry, bleep, kill. Glorilla replied, granddad, why are you worrying about these young your hosts? Okay. Do y'all think Lil Duval was out of line Al?
2: I, I just think his I, i'm gonna tell you what's out of line it's his brand of comedy that's out of line like this isn't the first time that he's kind of hit he kind of miss with this type of comedy and and he's in his 50s that's that was funny when she called him granddad but for me for me in this case i thought it was inappropriate and
1: some thought it was not funny at all
0: okay you. what do you think
1: you want to know so funny I, I, i'm gonna put a different spin on this her response to him it it hit home for me for a particular reason, especially coming off the week that I've had. Little Duvall, much like myself, has operated for so long in the urban pop culture space. So you feel like one of the movers and shakers in that space. And it's weird when you comment on something that's relevant in the space, And then you're told that you're old, right? And and that's the current thing that I'm kind of like going through now. Cause like I've been getting a lot of that, you're old, um, you too old to be doing this. And and it's weird because in my mind, I don't feel like I'm too old to be commenting on some of the things that we comment on. It's pop culture, but I'm having to find my equilibrium when it comes to, I guess, what stories I'm too old to comment on and which ones, I'm not. It's just weird. and It is something that is just starting to happen to me within the last year or so.
2: Yeah, Kim, but listen, I want you to just de-stress a little bit. It, it's a difference when you're being paid to do this. This is your job, right? And it was your job as a YouTuber. You get, you know, people follow you for your opinion, right? People follow you for your opinion on a vast number of things, whether it's stuff that relates to Gen Z's or Y's, you still have a platform that that's what you get paid to do. And I think you should be allowed to do it.
0: So I think, um, and this is something I think, I think the forties and fifties are very interesting time, right? It's like, it's almost like a a reset. Um, I saw when I, I saw a a big person I used to do radio with have to go through this. Kind of you still feel like I'm with them. I'm with the youth. I'm one of them. I'm popping. I'm part of pop culture. We in the same demo. And you're kind of not anymore, right? I remember we got in trouble on Fox, Fox, Fox Hole with Jamie and we talked about Miley Cyrus. We're thinking, what's the big deal? But then I'm like, oh, she's under 18. And you know, it came off mean and a black man coming from a woman. It really gets taken very aggressively and that's what you're experiencing right now funky Mm -hmm. and this is what Lil duval is but there is something to be said about like when there's a 20 year difference i think people look at it it ain't like it used to be back in the day you could say all kinds of stuff but people getting very um offended about things like this Mm -hmm. you know and i think in our minds when you're still like a young subtle 40 50 you think i'm with them and we're really not it's us, it's cool to us, but they think it's not. So I don't know where the final, I don't know where the, the area mm-hmm. is to be because I'm kind of still in that space with you where I'm like, no, but I'm I'm still with y'all. And they're like, no, bitch, you're not, <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I I, I definitely struggle with this. I, I get what you're saying. All right, coming up, Kenya Moore has a question from Marlo and social media has the receipts. Some more hot tea right after this. <laughs> welcome back all right listen social media is good for one thing and that's finding receipts in a recent episode of carlos king's reality with the king podcast can Moore expressed express her frustration towards marlo hampton and said explain to me why you have a chairlift in your house is it to help with old white men going up to your bedroom Well, a social media user quickly released the evidence on Twitter and tweeted, I found the chair lift. Oh, my God. That's almost like I found the leg. What are your thoughts? Q, look at you. I see you bursting at the seams. What you got to say about it? Because you mentioned this chair the other day.
1: I did. You know, actually, I want to say this, right? Um... Marlo Hampton said one thing on one of those reunions, the first time she was on a reunion that stood out to me. She said, these women are so quick to call me a whore and all these other things, but they cannot place me with one man. And you know what? I stand behind her when people say that. I'll say this, because I know that's for a fact from some of the Atlanta reality TV girls that I know personally. There are people that live in their homes that for whatever reason, be it health, age, so on and so forth, that are not part of their storylines, that they keep away from the camera. Y'all, I honestly don't believe Marlo is sleeping with a man that's old enough to need a chairlift to, to get money. I mean, yes, it makes for good fodder. I don't believe it. If anything. I believe she may be taking care of an older family member in one of her bedrooms. And that is the accommodation for that person. And she does, that person doesn't want to be on television, exploited, or made part of her storyline. That's what I honestly believe.
0: All right. Good point. Al, what do you think? So I got a
2: question, Q. I, and I'm just asking, does, um, does she have that house built or did she buy it? She bought it. Okay, so hey, that could be that could have been there when she purchased the house. Why is it why why is it that a person who lived in that house before could not have a chair left? And she brought the house, and it's a chairlift. She doesn't know what might happen in her life, so maybe she wanted to keep it. She didn't want to take it down. And another thing, I, I, tend, to, I tend to rock for Marlo. ever since I found out that that woman used to be a car, part of the foster care system, and she was with five different families before she aged out of foster care. And for me, that just gives you a different type of, of, of a connection to who and what Marlo is really about.
0: I'm going to say this on reality TV. People take whatever information they can to hurt you. And it goes both ways. And let's not act like there's been some innocence here on either side. And that's as fair as I could be on that one. All right. Before we go, have your your favorite celebrities have been shutting you down in the outfits they Water, to Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour concert. So it's only right that we play a fun game of hit or miss the Renaissance Edition. All right, let's cue the music. First up, we have Candy Burris, hit or miss? Hit. I say hit. Super cute, I say hit as well. All right, next up, Summer Walker, hit or miss? Hit. It's a hit for
1: me too.
0: I like that hat and the boots, that's super cute. Bobby Lights, was he a hit or miss?
1: Bobby Lights knocked it out the park in my opinion. It was a hit.
2: hit. 1,000%
0: 1,000% on brand and perfect for that show. What about Portia Williams? Was she a hit or miss?
1: Oh, she took it back to my favorite Beyonce album, Dangerously in Love, showing off her natural beauty. Hit, 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 hit.
2: i give her a hit. She looked really beautiful there.
0: That top is really, really cute. I like it. All right, Monietta Shaw, was she a hit or miss?
1: Oh! That's hey, That's a good Molly. try. I mean, yeah, it's just giving regular teeth. I'm not going to call right, it a miss, team. but it's not giving me the costuming element like everybody else was.
2: I would say it wasn't a hit, but it wasn't a miss. It was cute.
0: Right. Why y'all do this to me? Chloe Bailey, hit or miss? Funky, you can't speak on this. It story. was a hit. It was <laughs> hit. It was a hit 17 times over. It was a Grammy, an Oscar, and an Emmy. Don't be being nice to my girl now. After you done got drag for 48 hours. She been a hit, and she been cute, and she is not fat, and she is pretty. Al?
2: Um, yeah, I'll give her a hit, even though I was looking for something silver or gold. I uh, mm, yeah, a hit.
0: All right. What about Jada Cheeves? Hit or miss?
1: I put her in the Moniana category. It was like, again, it was not like, as costumey as I was expecting, but I'll go, she's not a miss.
2: All right, I would say not a hit nor a miss.
0: Mm, I'm gonna go with miss. I, I think she's a pretty girl. I just think the outfit's like, nah. it doesn't give me Beyonce's concert. Jocelyn Hernandez, was she a hit or miss?
1: That's a miss for me, I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on.
2: Yeah, was she going to the concert?
1: Wasn't a 579 hell. I don't. Mm-mm.
0: Was she going to the concert? I'm just asking. It her like she's going to go pick up an eight ball, allegedly. Ooh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I'm going to be in trouble. All right. Was... I don't care. I don't like her. That was fun. We've covered so many crazy stories this week. So we like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. She's going to fight me when she sees
1: me. Mm-hmm. She's going to fight you down to the ground, bitch. At least I talk about people bad that I know I could beat up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my God. We'll never be at the same event. Like I said, we will never be at the same event. You got me on a list. All right. Our tea bag of the week goes to Instagram model, Teresa LaVey, who claims she played with ASAP, Rocky, and Lil Baby's butts. Oh. <sighs> Fellas, what do you have to say about our honorary tea back of the week? she volunteered this information on a podcast talking about she was in their butts licking his finger in the, and that little baby gave her $40,000. I'm like, why? What What do you think? Al, what do you think about this?
2: I thought it was I thought it was, it was. juicy. I wanted to know more. Like I really did. I wanted her to give us more information on their booty holes.
0: I bet you did, Al. Mm. When you say booty hole, it'd be, <laughs> it always hits me weird. I'd be like, oh, what do you it sounds it it? Sound unclean.
1: Sound unclean Booty, booty sounds when unclean. you say booty it hole.
0: Sounds, it sounds wet when you say it. it know, know, uncle- you know, you
2: say, let me ask you something. If you, if you allow one to play with your booty hole, do you think you would allow them to peg you?
1: Yes or no, it depends. And I I hate that we live in such a shallow world where we automatically tie somebody getting anal arousal to them being gay. I mean, we didn't make our bodies. We can't control what places on our bodies bring us pleasure um
2: no i didn't I, say I, he was gay i said it's pegging pegging it happens in the heterosexual oh no no no, no.
1: but I, I, i'm sorry pagan. i thought i thought that that was the route that you were going to travel down so ah, i, I no, made no, an no. assumption because
2: mm. you remember we talked about it on the show how it's a new trend now and well, it's um, definitely um. the introduction to it it's right. a gateway drug yeah <laughs>
0: it's, the on it's the on-ramp it's the on-ramp i'm sorry is um, that called ass play
2: yes Asplay, okay. Claudia, you, you licked
1: the
0: gooch. I've
1: never licked the gooch. <laughs> that's the, you, the, the that's the area between the butt and the balls.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar, but I just never. Licked it. You don't go that you far. You never hit the gooch. No, I've given head, of course, but I've never. All right. The gooch. Yeah. You've yeah. Touched you you, 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 you touched it. You don't want to. Y'all nasty. you 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 don't the want gooch. to,
1: or the guys, or the guys don't want you to.
0: No, they probably want. I, I had one boyfriend. I was like, do the thing you're not supposed to do. I'm like, what you trying to tell me?
1: But I'm going to tell you, Claudia, you smart because straight men don't know how to clean their booty good. You are very smart. I you tell
0: we that they don't guess, think have to do done.
1: Do not let no straight man set you up. And the only way you do that, Claudia, is if y'all shower together and you back there with him and he boo-boo first and then y'all got in the shower and played around and you started that thing was clean. If not, Claudia, do not get set up. I'm telling you what I know, daughter.
0: I'm, I'm going to listen to you, Dad.
1: <laughs> what I know.
0: Hey, what are we doing for vacation? What y'all do? Any plans?
1: I'm, I'm in Mexico. I'm glad you told us we was on vacation, child, because I was going to call out. Oh, you know
2: what? I know what I'm doing. I'm starting my class at Bowie State University on Monday, everybody. So if you're still looking for a class to take on self-promotion and marketing, you can sign up for my class. It's every Monday, Wednesday, 1 to 3 p.m., 3.15 p.m.
0: Very nice. I'm going to find some place to go to because now I can't sit still. All right, y'all. Y'all have fun. I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for tracks and tales. We will see y'all when we get back to y'all when we done vacationing. And that's all. Bye.